We're not absolutely certain which party will control the House of Representatives in the 115th Congress, but we can already make an educated guess about what the freshman class will look like. That's because partisan-drawn districts practically assure the elections of 15 Republicans and 14 Democrats who are running for open seats, and they don't have to deal with anti-incumbent sentiment. They'll comprise about half of the class of 2016. I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by Roll Call Senior Editor David Hawkins, who has examined what the newcomers look like. You went through this exercise for the Senate last week, and again with the House, you found an incoming class that's slightly younger, a bit more ethnically varied, not-so-middle-aged white male, right? Uh, that is exactly right. I mean, it's not, it's not going to be dramatic in terms of uh, an expansion of the ethnic membership in Congress, but it's going to be notable for a couple of reasons. One is already in, in this group of 29, there are going to be six new African-American members, and three of them, half of them, are actually taking the place of white lawmakers, which is relatively unusual. It has re been relatively the pattern in recent years uh, that there are black majority districts that are, that are represented by African-American lawmakers and not too much ethnic variety in which there are uh, white constituencies represented by uh, black people. That's going to change. Uh, there's a woman named Lisa Blunt Rochester who is a shoe-in to win Delaware's at-large seat. Delaware just has one seat. And then uh, as a result of some unusual redrawing of congressional maps in time for this election, uh, there is going to be the, the former Orlando police chief, Val Demings, is going to take the place of a white lawmaker. And state senator Don McAken is winning a newly drawn seat in Virginia that is, was designed essentially to elect a new African-American member, but the white, the white lawmaker is getting out of the way. The number of Hispanics in Congress will also be growing, and also as a result of a couple of new Latino members coming in who are taking the place of non-Latino lawmakers. They are Darren Soto, who will become the first person of Puerto Rican heritage in Florida coming to Congress, taking the place of Alan Grayson, who ran for the Senate, and Adriano Espalot of New York will be the first Dominican-American in Congress. Uh, he's taking the place of Charlie Rangel, the venerable black lawmaker who is retiring after becoming the second longest-serving African-American lawmaker in American history. For all the talk about diversity, we don't yet know how many more women will be serving in the next Congress, in the next House. And you write, it's possible that gender equity could actually take a step back. That's right. There are actually, on this 29, there are only four women who are shoe-ins in the freshman class so far, three Democrats uh, and one Republican. And there are, there's only one Republican woman who is a viable candidate for either an, an open seat or as a challenger to an incumbent Democrat. Uh, so right now, 22 women who are Republicans in the House, that number looks to drop back a notch or two. The big mystery is how many of the Democratic women who are running uh, are going to win. There are a long roster of women candidates for the Democrats in these other open seats and challenging incumbent Republicans. Uh, if, they, if they all were to win, uh, the, act, the number of women in the Democratic caucus would, would balloon by 19 percent. It would go from 62 women to 74 women. So it looks like in the end there will probably be more women, but it will depend on how big a night, just as I wrote about a week ago, uh, on the Senate side, uh, depending on how big a Democratic sweep, the number of women could go way up. So there's a few familiar names for political junkies that are in the mix, uh, starting with Republican Liz Cheney of Wyoming, the ex-State Department official, and the daughter of the former vice president. 
That's right, and she's uh, she's also the daughter of uh, one of the two former members who were sending children to Congress before Dick Cheney was vice president, before he was defense secretary. Right. He was uh, Wyoming's only House member. Uh, now his daughter will have that seat. And then another uh, familiar name for people who pay attention to Congress and to Washington, Jimmy Panetta, whose dad, Leon, held the same Central Coastal District in California uh, as Mr. Panetta Jr. will now will now take uh, before Panetta left to go on and do several senior jobs in the in the Clinton and Obama, Obama administrations. Yes. There's also going to be one, uh, at least one comeback to Congress. Colleen Hanabusa from Hawaii will be returning uh, actually as the successor to her predecessor, uh, a guy named Mark Takai. Uh, took the seat for one term, sadly died in the middle of the summer, and so Hanabusa is now poised to take back the seat that she gave up just uh, two years ago to run unsuccessfully for the Senate. You found that the religious makeup of the 29 already on their way members is uh, pretty close to the status quo. Most are Roman Catholic or they identify with other Christian faiths. Uh, What else stood out? Well, it's interesting that there are actually, when you look at the roster, there are only a maximum of 18 Jewish members returning next year. Several are retiring. A couple of them are in a very tight re-election races. So the fact that there are going to be at least two new Jewish members is interesting. One of them would be the second Republican Jew in Congress. Uh, his name is David Kustoff of Tennessee. And then a new member from the, here in the D.C. area, Jamie Raskin. Then in addition, the number of uh, Buddhists and Hindus will actually double uh, Hanabusa would be the second Buddhist in the House, and a guy named Raja Krishnamurthy, who is taking Tammy Duckworth's place in Chicago, would be the second Hindu. And, and there are a couple of other interesting biographical anomalies. Uh, North Carolina uh, will be sending the first gun store owner to Congress, and there's a former diplomat to the Vatican whose construction company actually helped build the Capitol Visitor Center. Uh, that's right. North Carolina Republican Ted Budd. Uh, is the is the gun store owner. He's also something of an anomaly because he probably effectively won a seat in Congress with the fewest number of votes. Uh, he was running for effectively an open seat. There were 17 candidates in the race, and he won that primary, which was tantamount to election, with 6,300 votes. So he's unusual in a couple of ways. Uh, and then there was another um, at the other end of the spectrum. He, so he, Mr. Budd, is one of only two members who has, like Donald Trump, no experience at all in government, has never held a position of public trust. The other one is an attorney named Vicente Gonzalez, who, other than a congressional internship when he was a child, has never worked in, uh, in government before, but he was a successful attorney in South Texas. He did have enough money in his bank account to spend a million six winning this race, uh, and they are, so they are the two political novices coming to Congress. Roll Call Senior Editor David Hawkins on early signs about the demographics of the 2016 House freshman class. I'm Adriel Bettelheim. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can find all of our podcasts at rollcall.com forward slash podcast.